What's up, everybody? This is your boy D. Welcome back to the news angle, bitch. <laughs> Yay! And it's your girl CJ. <laughs> and it's the Black Ariel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm getting my life right now in these red kind of dread braid things. Like they're super cute. I mean, they are. I really enjoy them. I'm uh, kind of living for myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, uh, News Angle, welcome back. There's a lot going on this week. Um, lots, lots of people talking shit, <laughs> lots of people acting crazy, and viruses going wild in the, in the wild. Like, it's like insane right now, especially overseas. Um, people here aren't really reacting so crazy, though. I'm kind of surprised. But we're going to go in order. Let's talk about the Super Bowl, because that's the, the biggest thing that just happened over the weekend. Um, what do we want to talk about first? The Astastic Halftime Show? We want to talk about how the kids are Let's talk about how fucking, how many people didn't know that there was a Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, my God. I know. Now, well, including the president. <laughs> including the president. Now, I'm biased because I was born in Kansas City, Missouri, so I know there's a fucking difference. But there's so many people that didn't. And I but here's the thing. Like, it's, like a, it's like a team that's, like, well-known that's yeah. from you there. Would, you so, would think. It's just so weird to me. Um, it's really odd that the president tweeted that shit, too. He was no, like, no, no. It's not odd that the president did. It's okay. exactly. So that's exactly that's what he was supposed to do. That's, that's what he was supposed to do because Obama but, would never. No, he would know better. Um, but seriously, I enjoyed it. What I saw of it, and I was reminiscing. I was actually telling my kids about um J Lo because we used to dance to lots of J Lo songs when we were on lots the dance of team. And I was mm -hmm. remembering this incident when we were doing uh, "Let's Get Loud," and uh, one of the guys fucking uh what is it? The glow sticks flew into the audience. That was Remember me. that shit? Was that you? <laughs> yeah. Was that you? <laughs> he was ready yeah. to get loud. <laughs> and, and I just watched it fly. So I just had to go <laughs> That was horrible. I was so fucking bad. I was like, oh, somebody's shit went flying. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously it didn't hit anybody, so we were okay. Like... <laughs> How do you know that, CJ? I mean, nobody <laughs> screamed. Nobody oh, screamed. my God. But, I mean, and I love, and we did some Shakira songs, too. So that was me just yeah. reminiscing in front of the TV. And I really thought they did an amazing job. First of all, let's talk about how Shakira is 43 and J-Lo is 50. And those um, bitches look amazing. Talk about athletic. Like, do you know how much strength it takes to just pull yourself up on anything? Like, right. just getting up off the couch is a hard thing to do sometimes. <laughs> like, was she on a pole? Like, come she on. She was on a pole, like, killing it from the, because I didn't get to watch the whole thing through. I ended up watching, like, in segments. Right. So to see all of the Afro-Cuban dancing that Shakira was doing, to see everything that J-Lo came out with, I mean, their stamina. And I loved, loved that they wore the outfits they did as yes. wives, as moms, because, you know, we're always told we can't be this, that, and the other once right. you're a mom or a wife. And these bitches was like, nah, fuck that nah, shit. fuck what you talk about. Fuck right. what you talk about. And, and J-Lo brought like her this. daughter on stage with her, dressed like that. I was real proud. Can we, 
You know what? I'm same sis because now that I've been working out and I'm like a hot mom. Oh, I, we gonna hear it from her this summer. <laughs> I okay. You gonna definitely hear it from me. I am so here for women wearing what they want to wear and being who they want to be without that stigma of, well, you can only be this sexy because you have this, uh, you know, twelve year old kid, or you can only do this because you're someone's wife. Now, fuck that shit. Right. We've been putting boxes long enough, so I'm very happy she brought her daughter out, and I'm I was so happy that her daughter was dressed like a little 11, 12 year. Instead like, can of, we get yeah. into the fact that she was so appropriately dressed? Because mm-hmm. I don't like seeing young girls dressed too grown. And I feel like some other celebrity, like Kim Kardashian, then would have had their daughter in the same sparkly body like suit. <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah, they would have been up there. Nah, I wouldn't uh, have been cool with that. Yes. Um, also, because I'm an old mom now, who was the dude? I have no idea who that Bad was. Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. I heard Bad Bunny was. Um, I have no idea who the fuck he's that is. Big here on the West Coast, and I know like in Florida. Oh, okay. New York, that you know, the East Coast mainly. Oh, he was huge when I went to New York. Like, really? Yes. Huge. <laughs> to me, he looked like what's his face? You know that white comedian who does like um, all those accents and make movies out of them. Who am I talking about? What is his name? Oh my God, Sasha Baron. Yeah, is that his name? That's all I saw <laughs> when I saw him in the silver outfit. I was like, oh no. It's the do rag. He usually doesn't wear that do rag. Like, well, that. whatever it was, it was not working for me. I was like, yeah, he normally doesn't wear the do rag. I said, is he lost? And what is not his ethnicity? I have no idea what he. He's Puerto Rican, right? Is he Puerto Rican? I thought he was Puerto Rican. That's why I was like, man, he's big here in New York. And that would make sense because, you know, Puerto Rican. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I feel better about the whole situation now that you guys are telling me this. I feel better. I do. But I couldn't believe uh, people were complaining about the sexiness or the fact that there were these artists that were rapping or singing in their own language. Like, damn. Oh, and let's talk about how, huh? The what? That's what America is now. There are people who live here. You well, know, yeah. Unfortunately for you, there's people that live here that speak that language. So I don't understand. Right. That. And, and also, like, people made a big deal about Shakira's ode to her parents, like, Lebanese side, where she mm-hmm. did that uh, thing with the tongue and, like, the yelling. People were upset about it. I was like, but that well, I, y'all are like so uncultural. Like, I don't. They were, quick, they were quick to make a meme about it, which to me, I almost feel like everything is fair game. For everything jokes. is Not a fair game now. But yeah. when I got to know the history about it, and because I didn't know mm-hmm. that, you know, there, I didn't know she was anything other than 100% Colombian, and she's not. Gotcha. So yeah. to know oh. that background, I could appreciate it more because they were really trying to include everybody yeah. and to even see the different shades of women that were up there i know you know, right it wasn't that. like just one i was like wow that is like a whole rainbow of women like it, it was, was amazing and i thought that was beautiful because you know we can in every culture they have their um light skin dark skin thing so it's easy to have that perfect puerto rican that's that color or this perfect colombian that's this color so to see the different hues and hair textures and everything i thought they did a great job i love the flex of her singing born in the usa and busting out the puerto rican flag i was like yes bitch like Ooh, can we talk about great. that for a second so it went over a lot of people's heads when they had the kids in the cages and singing born in the usa like a little light up yeah because that was Ages. like definitely for all our hispanic peeps down south in the camps and mm-hmm. like he, some people either didn't notice or some people were really upset that they included it, it in the halftime. I'm like, where they else where are they supposed to do it? Shit getting included somewhere. I mean, the same shit with Beyonce. Like, 
Right. Oh, yeah. When Beyonce oh, yeah. got too black for them. Yeah, <laughs> way too black for them. Did you see that <laughs> SNL skit? Did you see the SNL skit that they did about that? Uh-uh. No. Or was it on TV? I can't remember. Uh-huh. But um, it was right after the halftime show, and then it was this lady walking down the street, and she's warning people. She's like, guys, Beyonce is black. Oh, I've and seen that. Yeah. Oh, no. And all the black people were like, yeah, we already knew she was black. And all the white people were freaking the fuck out. Like, yeah. no. Oh, she's black. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a little weird that they, I don't know. And That's what happens you know, when you play like that perfect house nigga so well, and then you just bust it all out. They do not know. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. I, you know, and I posted this on our page um, right afterwards with um, Adam Levine shirtless from last year's Super Bowl. That part. And nobody had a problem because it was a guy with a sh- without a shirt. So all the women I know me and my okay. mama did. We was like, what the hell Adam doing? I mean... I'm just saying, but like, so to me, like to me, I feel like a lot of insecurity turns into anger with these people, right? Like the fact that there was two women well into their mid age, looking like that, dancing, moving like that, being athletic, like triggered some people out there, like, which I don't understand. You should be celebrating women who can do shit like that. Like, come on, dude. It's probably because it was them. Wait, say what? I bet you I know where 90% of the complaints came from. <laughs> Your the customers. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> That's where it came from. I'm, yeah. I'm so done. You don't know what that is. We grew uh, up around it. That's Not true. Too. Yes. But so the second part of the Super Bowl I wanted to talk about, um, I just posted it on my Facebook. I might go and post it on our page too. But um, during the national anthem, apparently the President Trump was goofing off basically what he was doing is he was doing this orchestra thing like a conductor thing and then he was like pointing at people and then he was like commander in chief though yeah you know but my issue is that it wouldn't be an issue had he not picked out Kaepernick for kneeling or anybody else for sitting through or kneeling through the national anthem who was doing that to raise awareness about racism him doing this is him just being dumb like he just goofing off no, you know what I'm saying? The fucking and, president, he better respect that fucking anthem because my ass walking home from wherever in Okinawa. Oh my god, yes. In the heat, and I gotta stop and stand at attention until the fucking national anthem stops. Because, Everyone stops. You, you can Come tell who civilians are who's never been around on base because they're like, what just happened? Because it what, looks like a flash stopping? mob's about to happen because like, everybody does. stopped. It was- it's like eerie how quickly everyone just everyone stopped. stops. Or, or that. even before, you know what tripped me out? Coming back to the states and going to the movie theater, I was like, "We ain't playing up." Oh, oh, oh I was getting ready to stand. I was like, "Wait, nobody's standing." Nope. <laughs> nope. I, look, I have my popcorn. Oh, we not that y'all don't do that here. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just sit down. <laughs> I'm telling you, I was like really like kind of confused. I was like, "Oh, I thought this was a normal thing because I never knew anything else." To be honest, like what. You know, but like to me, here's my issue. Like, yes, I'm mad at the president for doing that. Also, I'm still waiting for all the people who had something to say about Cap, you know, kneeling. Uh, they silent on the news feed. They silent I mean, on they, social they media. Are. They typically are. Like and Trump fans are and supporters are really scary to me in the sense of there's no logic there. Um, hmm. They they will support everything and anything this man does and i'm like i can't rock with anybody that 100 percent supports and agrees everything with everything and then they make excuses like an abused woman i'm like <laughs> we know he beat you 
Yeah. He beats everybody. <laughs> like, well, you I do mean, not have to make excuses for this shit. I just watched a woman defend him talking about, you know, grabbing pussies. And she, what she was saying is, was, well, it was a secret mic they recorded. Like, so he was being real honest. Like, that means he was being real. He didn't know right. he was being recorded. And she's like, so that doesn't even count because he didn't know he was being recorded. Like, what logic is that? I don't any, it, honestly, it's anything to believe what they want to believe and anything uh, to be right. Say it again. Like That's how long they know he was being recorded right. and he went to jail for stealing all that shit up at that auto shop. But See? I'm saying, I guess it doesn't work the same way for um, all of us. I don't know. And, and you know, like, there was another post that was very curious to me because I didn't know about this. Um, apparently, um, Cardi B turned down work doing the halftime show. Oh, she was offered? Yeah, Wait a minute, is that why they played her song and Bad Bunny was there? Maybe. Because that maybe. I Like It Like That song came on and I was like, oh shit, this is Cardi. I think so. But Shakira was singing it and then right. Bad Bunny came out. Huh. And so, so what I was reading on somebody else's article, because this is, you know, I like to read both sides of everything because a lot of people were like very happy that there was Latina women who got on stage for this. But the other side of it was that Cardi B declined because she wanted everybody to understand she didn't support the NFL being Afrocentric. You know what I mean? Mm. And she wanted to like stand with all the people who have been like abused by the NFL or who's been done wrong by them, like Cap and everybody else. And so this article was talking about how could other Latino, Latina women be okay taking that contract that Cardi B said no to when they don't stand together. Like if we're not the same front, in Afro-Latina women and Afro-Latino men, like, how can we have a community that's going to be strong? And I understand what she was saying. I was like, you know, if I was Cardi B, I would have said no to the NFL, which is why I stopped watching the Super Bowl. I don't support it because of I know what goes on behind the scenes now. Like, I used to be about it. Like, I used to watch college football, too, like, er like, religiously. Seriously, come on. I mean, you know, Nebraska, fucking the Huskers. I was just going to say, honey, I didn't get into it until I moved to Nebraska. Right, I'm man, like, I, I moved to Husker. Uh, like, Husker Nation is no joke. I mean, they stuck you in when you moved to the Midwest. Yeah, you definitely do. get into football somehow, some way out here. Right. And so, you know, it, it was a big part of me doing stuff. But then as I learned what they stood for and the things that they did to people, and even the way they treated some of their athletes, like Cap and other people who, you know, stood their ground for what they believed in. Like, I get what Cardi B did. She didn't want to do it. And then I guess I understand why some people are mad that other Latinas went ahead and went with it, even though they hired, like, Afro-Latinas to do the dancing and stuff like that, because that's all she hired, is what I understand. Yeah, I, it's know? almost like I get why somebody would say no. I also get why somebody would do it. If I was to say yes, I wouldn't just do it. Like, Big Boy joined in last minute for... Um, Room five in them last year. Right. I wouldn't just do it and not make a statement. It's like, okay, if I'm doing this, Puerto Rican flags going up. Right. I'm having kids in cages. I'm right. making a statement about this. And I think they did a good job of using their platform to make um, awareness happen in that sense. So I'm not really mad at it either. I just, I just thought it was interesting that there was two whole different like perspectives on the whole thing that went down. Cause so do you guys think a lot of it is just the NFL strategy to try to maintain its viewers? Latino oh, yeah, viewers? I agree with that 100% because um, last Why Super Bowl... Why even bring Jay-Z and them in? Like, that's business. Yeah. So last Super Bowl, um, I was super curious about it because they had um, Dr. King's daughter there, right, with her mm -hmm. whole family. 
during halftime, right before halftime or during, in between something, um, they made commercials with about, I want to say 80% black folks in it and Mm. black musicians, black athletes, black people. I knew what they were doing. It's because they lost so much support from the black society because cap was Mm. kneeling and they weren't supporting him. Like their ratings went down. Because us in sports is like peanut butter and jelly. Right. (laughs) (laughs) right and i think they still are trying to bring back more viewers because obviously um even the commercials were super black man super poc like i these two years have been interesting to me because these two years of commercials on the super bowl have been super afrocentric and i've never seen it before you know what i mean because i've i've watched it religiously since i was a wee little child like i'm serious because even in mondays (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, because remember Maybe when you go to it? school overseas, that the yeah. teachers will put it on TV. We had Super Bowl. Oh Monday. yeah, we sure did. That's yes. how we saw Janet get exposed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I was lying. I'm just saying, like, I mean, even overseas, because they would play it live. So if they had, if you were lucky enough to have cable in your classroom, the teachers would put it on. We just didn't even do work. We just watched football. Yeah, it's like, a it's a huge global nice. extra super American event to watch the Super Bowl, even if you don't even like fuck with football. I'm a type of person where I'm not big into football mm-hmm. like that. I'll get kind of into the playoffs, but it's like, if I ain't do nothing else all year, I'm watch the Super Bowl because it's just what you do. Yeah, and then, you know, it's kind of like a couple of our other holidays where we just use it as an excuse to have family time and eat. Yes, you get together, and you drink, you get great snacks. Great like, snacks. Yeah, a lot of finger I love Super Bowl parties. <laughs> Love we actually uh, ended up just doing engagement photos um, instead of doing I know. We had to do a redo. Um, I didn't like my first <laughs> set of photos because that's of course who I did. am. Of course <laughs> no, the the second photos set. are perfect. She's like still not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just like this set better. I'm going through it today. But anyway, I mean, it was interesting. I'm just waiting for all the the cap haters to come out and say something about the press because I think he's way, way more disrespectful in the way that he was doing what he was doing during. And he should be held it. to a higher standard. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. His supporters like, don't feel that way. So. Well, I mean, you know, if you're going to, he has literally said that if the national anthem plays, you should be standing tall and proud. Like those are his words. Like I watched him say it on video. You know what I mean? Like, so for him to say that and then, to play stupid and point at people. I'm look at look. His wife was standing there with her hand over the heart the entire time and didn't move. His wife, who is not from here. I am so. <laughs> I just, if I don't feel bad for nobody else, I feel really bad yeah. for her. I feel like I feel like she is ready to go. I feel she like is. she never signed up for this shit. I bet she, she did. No, she was. You know what she signed up for? She signed up for an old white man with a lot of money that she could fuck until he died and gain all the riches from. That's what she signed up for. I don't care what she anybody like, said. You running for what? <laughs> Listen. And you know what? And I bet you that she didn't think that he was gonna win anyway. Even no, though no, no, no. I'm just saying she probably like she was, was like she was like you need me to make a speech. I'll just you know do what Michelle did. She, right. And she wasn't even. <laughs> She didn't think it was going to happen. She was just out here drinking, just, mm-hmm, baby, you do what you I feel do. like her whole demeanor during the campaign and now is different. I, even those moments where every time you're trying to get close to her, she's moving away, she's taking her hand back. Like Man, she, you know why? Because she probably sleeping it. with one of the bodyguards. She don't need him seeing all of that. I mean, I definitely wouldn't be. Have you seen him? <laughs> oh, um, God. Do they have kids together? They do. They have they do. little Baron. Oh, Barron's his kid with her. I, re- I remember his name because I love that name. 
I need to go read the books about them. That's what I need to do. But um, anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> one, one more topic before we go. Actually, let's take this to the next half because I think it'll take a long time because we're going to talk about David. It better Schreiner. not. It's 1135. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got to <laughs> cut real quick so I can put my uh, commercial in. So give me one second. And we'll be right back. Ah. We'll be right back. All right, I love how she says that. We'll be right back. I'm done. We'll I'm be done. right back. Wait, we're still recording. Hold on. I can't get it to stop. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so I was, I was waiting for him to say bitch again. I thought he was going <laughs> for it. No, do we need to yeah. say that so many times? <laughs> Just um let's talk about David Schwimmer and his like astastic dumbness. Um I know CJ was very bothered by him saying this. Uh listen, let me tell you why I was bothered. It's because I watched the show pretty religiously and I think I've seen each Friends? episode. Yeah, because I, I've watched that and, and like all those sitcoms from that era, I think I've watched all of it. Just just because that was something you grew up on. It's we didn't have reality shows like we do now. You know what I'm saying? I'm that like, who grew up on? Because I ain't watch Friends. <laughs> I grew mm-hmm. up on. We didn't have reality shows because I watched no. Friends. I, I watched Seinfeld. I watched In Living uh, Living Single. I watched like Family Love Matters. Uh, we we watched Moesha, Sister Love Sister. Moesha. But like it to me that was in the same group of sitcoms. You know, so I grew up okay. watching all of that. So mm-hmm. that's what I mean by that. But the thing that bothered me is he came out recently and said that he was on set of friends and always made sure that there were, he had diverse women playing opposite of him as girlfriends because you know every week or every other week all of them would have different love interests just like any other sitcoms would do but he was like i try mm-hmm. to make sure like you know sometimes it was an asian girl like that girl he brought back from france was the asian girl uh, Gab Union was one of his girlfriends too. On there. I remember seeing her, and you know a few other people. But my issue is that <clears throat> he also says something along the lines of, "I'm paraphrasing, that we need to all come together and make a version of Friends that's POC, black or Latino or whatever." Without him understanding, he's definitely paraphrasing. So it was something along the lines of he said it almost like flippantly to me. The way I read it was like, "I don't know, maybe there should have been a." black friends or an Asianist right. or whatever. Well, yeah. And what I don't understand is he doesn't understand that he was in the fake version of Living Single. Like, you you were well, in... A lot of people don't know that because I saw an interview where Queen Latifah said the president of the network right. uh, was asked if he could have any show. Like, what would he take? Mm-hmm. And she said Living Single and literally that same year within that time, Friends they came out. It. Now, Queen Latifah handled it way more humbly than what I had. Granted, that's why she queen right that's why she is a queen because Mm. baby my princess ass would have just pouted (laughs) because i'm like i know because i uh, although i can't say what was a better show because i didn't watch friends like that Mm -hmm. um i love living single i will still stop and watch reruns it was so funny it was so great to see the different versions of black you could be so Mm -hmm. you could be Mm -hmm. maxine shaw attorney at law you could be like loopy sinclair like i love the regime because you know all the wigs baby i was into it like well i will i will say so this i will say this i think living single was a way better show knowing what i understand now about life and society and relationships and stuff because on friends they definitely t- like it would not be a viable show now because it would be absolutely horrendously not politically correct 
at all. Like they talk about fat people in a funny way. Like you, you just don't do that because now we understand that a lot of people who are overweight may have medical conditions and things like that. It's not like that type of funny anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like the, the whole time in that show, they keep referring Monica because Monica used to be fat in high school. She had no boyfriends and things like that. Or <laughs> I like, did see a clip of that where she right. was in this epic fat suit. Yeah, and it was terrible fashion suit, by the way. And also my thing was, the reason I was upset is because not only did he not understand that he was in a show that was the, the white version of Living Single, so essentially stolen the idea. He also claimed to have stood up for people of color, but only for women to be armed candy on the show as his opposite love interest. He didn't do that and tell his coworkers, hey, like he didn't he didn't go to Matthew Perry or like, you know, Jennifer Aniston, like, don't you guys want some POC people to be on the show with us? Like, can you like, you know, stand up for them and say, hey, like we can have some POC men on here. I do not remember any POC men on there. I may be wrong. And if they I did, if they did, it might've been one or two episodes that I may have I missed, but I it doubt it. It would be easier for society to swallow a white man with a black woman than it would be for I understand that, but that's to the point that we were talking about earlier. That's the problem though, because yeah. we've been indoctrinated time after time after time that it's not okay for mm-hmm. like, other than white guys having darker women or exo- exotic women on their mm-hmm. arms, you know right. what I mean? The or, or they let it be okay, a certain type of black guy. So when you have a Tay Diggs and a Tiger Woods, right. people ain't really blinking twice at them with white women. Right. Or, or the dude that played Carlton Banks on uh, Fresh Prince, Alfonso, right. uh, I forget his name. With, I'm not going to lie, when I saw that he had a white wife, I'm like, I yeah. That's, but see, that's and now, so what I was surprised at was, uh, what is it? Is it Jordan Peele? He has a white wife. I thought oh. she was like Italian or something. Still white. Oh, definitely still white. <laughs> still Caucasian. But I'm, but I'm saying. I'm just saying, to play, but. To play CJ's devil advocate. I think she's that white that people let go where it's because like, oh, she's you're not foreign. Like Arkansas. You're but not see, Arkansas, Alabama white. But that's what that I mean, though. was looking crazy like, oh, okay. But see, but if he goes to Italy, though, he's still black. Well, you still nigga no matter what. Jay-Z right. said that. That's what I'm saying. Just <laughs> like Meghan Markle. So to me, it's, it was just a weird thing that David Schwimmer would say something crazy like that to me. And then on it's the other weird. hand. He lives in his perfect white bubble. So he none sure of that's does. Weird. He's very lost. on brand. He's that's lost. very on brand. Come on now. He said none of that's brand. weird. And ain't no, way, uh, ain't no way Jennifer Anderson and the rest of them was even thinking about niggas of and nobody not. else was Of course No not. way. They were trying to just be like, look, let's keep this going. Let's negotiate for a million a pop per episode. They was on their bread. Like oh, yeah. That. I mean, they were but, like, we're not going to, it's not broken. We're not trying fix to fix it. Nothing. We ain't trying to add nothing. Nope. The people clearly like this. The ratings show they like this. Why mm-hmm. fuck up the formula? Okay. I ain't saying that shit, right? I'm just saying when they know they got the black people watching, no white people watching, everybody, from what I understand, mm-hmm. black, white, whoever, there's yep. a lot of people watching this shit. Like, I mean, so and that's like, why, why and, the, and the part of the reason why I say, like, really, now that I understand the, the world better, that Living Single is a way better show is because that was way one better. of those shows that, if you look back, I don't know if you've seen the collage picture, they used to rep HBCU, like, schools yeah. in their outfits and stuff like that, and, like, to your point, what you were saying, like, everybody had different um, careers, 
and like whatever they wanted to do they did and they like lived and Kadisha's on their own. love life was like everything to me oh to for see sure her, see her go through oh but i want this job but this guy but then this guy comes back and i was just like listen as a thick girl in the 90s that gave me life let me tell you i loved it <laughs> let me tell you her makeup was always on point i ain't never i have never or whether she's been on screen, whether she's been on TV, or whether mm-hmm. she's been in her rap videos. I ain't never seen Queen Latifah just look straight out crazy. crazy. I've never seen a paparazzi get her, ever. ever. Have you? Have you? <laughs> never. No, and never. she's like, and you won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, like, I, I feel like she was, like, between her and, like, people like Missy Elliott, like, I think I looked up to them a lot more, especially being overseas, uh, surrounded by tiny people, you know? Isn't that depressing? Like, it's Just the craziest so thing. You go so, I mean, my, my mom was tiny, too. Like, you know, like, and and then to be, like, part of a family that has all tiny people on the other side on top of it and oh girl like i i'm so glad that there was a queen latifah and a missy elliott and all those people when i was close to your point like you said and like we keep saying representation yes yes but you know onto a cool white guy who was at the bafta awards over this weekend um phoenix Phoenix, where he took the time after winning his award for joker oh he made the time oh he sure did he sure did (laughs) to talk about how he realized that he is um privileged in a way that other people are not and other people being black people and he took the time to tell everyone how he felt about the privileged whites and how all these award shows and others should really take a look back at what they're doing right now because there were so many people who just got overlooked and not just like I don't I don't think he was just talking about black folks either I think he was talking about women too in general because there were so Mm -hmm. many women directors and stuff and actresses that got overlooked as well and I I yeah I think he would have included them but when you listen to the speech and please whoever hasn't like heard it take the time to listen to it he definitely just calls out people of color and I'm living for it and I'm living for him calling out himself because it's one thing when people say yeah there's a problem and yeah he said he was part of the problem it's another thing to say I'm part of it because Mm -hmm. I'm benefiting off this shit and we're benefiting from a system that's been set up and I loved when he made the point of that nobody wants a handout this is not yes that was so important it was so important because so many people who are not of color are very quick to be like you know you just need to work harder you need to do this you need to do that like like, you gotta earn it yeah and it's like you're (laughs) completely forgetting every time we did try to earn something or make our own you burned it down you destroyed it you made it harder for us and there's still things that you're benefiting from even in the entertainment world Mm -hmm. which is still important because these images and media they run stuff so this shit is important yeah um and i love that he said that especially since he's clearly on his way to win um an oscar and i hope he does because i'm sure he does phenomenal and joker and i'm sure that speech at the oscars is going to be just as epic but yeah what I was kind of disappointed in is when the camera went up to the, the faces in the audience, baby, they did not seem to be. Oh my God, they were so upset. They were so upset. They were not feeling it. Their faces were so blank. And you know how somebody say some real shit, like I've noticed throughout the last probably six or seven award shows, mm-hmm. especially when women go up there and they're like, hey, equal pay, more female direction. They're like this. Those claps, those claps will come before the person can even speak. Baby, mm-hmm. when I tell you nobody clapped until what silence. team was done. They didn't say shit. And I'm like, that's because all of like, look, 98% of the room was like white. I'm yep. like, that's because you know you're all benefiting from it. And that's why I said, I don't ever feel like 
how this world is set up in that way for them to win or get ahead in any little way is mm -hmm. ever going to stop until they until they decide, hey, I'm not going to be the selfish and sit back and take these benefits. Well, that's what he was saying, you know, like he was like, you know, all of this is not, it's not up to like the POC communities and societies to dismantle right. this. He was saying that it was up to the white people to dismantle yeah, this. Said they're the what? ones that set it up. They're the ones that got to knock it down. Yep. I'm like, oh my God, I want to have your babies. Like, oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> but you know what? And that's, I, I really wanted to bring those two guys together tonight on this episode because I want people to understand that we understand that not all white people are like David Schwimmer. We know that there are Joaquin Phoenixes out there too. I, I'm married. Only I'm going to marry one. Joaquin. Joaquin, <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. I, I, I have a hard time saying his name because I want to say it differently. Joaquin. I know. But like, <laughs> what? But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need, I want people to understand that there are two types of these people out there still. There's, there's less, I, I don't want to say there's less vocally racist people than you think there are, but there's a lot of diet racist people who don't know they're racist because they don't Listen. realize that they're privileged in a way that they can't explain. And I'm going I'm to make a post about this too and ruffle you some should. feathers with Black History Month because I'm really tired. Ruffle up feathers. Maybe, uh, what's his name? Ruffle. Stephen Gary the Troll will come out again. <laughs> Maybe our troll will come up. But it, it really does seem like there's this attitude of, hey, we live in America and everything is fair and just and you just need to pull yourself up by That's your bootstraps right. and work harder. That's how no, I feel that, like they're With that same in. narrative though, with us picking up ourselves by our bootstraps, every time somebody does do something great, you got motherfuckers hollering affirmative action or it was a handout. You know what I mean? You can't yeah, it's always, it's give always a something. for working, you know what I'm saying, for your shit. That shit is crazy. It really is. Girl. So yeah, I'm I'm not feeling that shit at all. But you're right. I like that diet racism. I like that. <laughs> it's true. That's my favorite word right now because I feel like I use it when I try to explain it to people who are like, oh no, I'm not that kind of white person. I'm like, but what I'm trying to tell you is that you're passive aggressive in a way because you think that it's not affecting anybody well, around you by you saying or doing what you're doing that we're talking what about. What were they calling it? Micros? Uh, microaggression, microaggression, mm -hmm. racism, whatever. L listen, that little shit matters, and people it are really not does. when they're telling you, know? you, "Hey, this wasn't the move for you to say." Because here, here's the thing: like, I I just want to put it out there. It, um, I don't know how many white folks actually listen to our podcast, but if you are listening, if you've ever said the words, "I'm not racist," but those are microaggressions. Those are assumptions that you're making about our, some race that you're about to talk about. <laughs> or I saying. guarantee you, if, if you say something and you follow it up with, well, I'm not this because my best friend's black. My uncle's second cousin's black. Oh Mama, my hey, God. you got to say that shit. You said some fucked up shit before you said that. Because you should you. not have to say something like that to justify whatever you said that was ignorant or insensitive. Right. Doesn't right. mean we hate you. Doesn't mean you hate us. There's just a lot of ignorance and insensitivity <laughs> to what we go through on a daily. And there's so, yeah, I'm posting about this shit. I know, <laughs> I know. No, because when I think about it, I personally know some that have said stuff and I ain't catch it, catch it. But then when I really sit with my ancestors and let the inner slave right. get mad again, I'll be like, ah, you, what, they you, said what, what you they said, said was insensitive and it was fucked up. Yeah. But like, you, what you said was, and you were too comfortable around me to even say that shit. Because, you know, if you're saying. not scary black to them... Well, that's my that's my new thing. Um, it started in the middle of 2019, but I re that right there where people are comfortable saying the things that they say to me, I realize that I've made I've let them be comfortable, so I'm no longer doing that. So if you nope. come at me or say something that I know 
is inappropriate, I will call you out. We can have a conversation. It's out of love for me in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you you say something and I think that we need to have a conversation about it, it's because I care about you. Because if I didn't, I'd just call you a bitch and move on with my life. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's just like, you know. Real privilege to have the conversation. So right. Gonna... Like, I might repost the thing about the Home Depot lady from last week, too, because I just could not. Because that lady was obviously comfortable <laughs> that I was Black and she was Black and she said the craziest thing. Now, that's not racism. That's bigotry because you can't be POC and be a racist. It doesn't work that way. Uh, I'm sure no it does argue. because you guys own slaves <laughs> <laughs> the irish were slaves too oh my it god that's that way i googled it i know <sighs> the irish were slaves too but next month everybody gonna be saint patrick's day happy so i don't i don't know what they're talking about i'm just saying um before we wrap it up one last thing real quick a little update on the coronavirus situation that's happening uh it's real out there y'all <laughs> like they got a titanic boat full um, of people <laughs> i really hope that everybody understands that there I, i've said it on the other episode too there are several different strains of the coronavirus i know there's memes and things going around people are like oh my god it's on the back of a lysol can yes because this virus has been around for decades It's not new. What's new is the strain of the virus that is giving people respiratory um, problems. Um, The strain that is like a little bit more deadly than the rest of them is this one strain. There's like six or seven out right now. Um, People are actually recovering from them too. So if you if you keep up with the hand washing and if you can't wash your hands, you have like Germex or like Purell with you. Alcohol does you good too. Just don't overdo it with the alcohol because then the, it goes immune to it. But you you just have to have good hygiene. I don't know why people are panicking hardcore, but I will say this. Um, because they get crazy ass texts from their friends like you that's like stock up on water and wash well, your hands. Yes, definitely be prepared. I'm like, girl, this ain't TC one. Like, the fuck TC1. out. <laughs> um, if you don't know what TC one is, if you live in the Pacific, that's typhoon condition one when schools get shut down, only military personnel and essential personnel go to work. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a shout out to my military. Brats. Yes, military brats and friends. I was so um, hyped. I was like, TC one, nigga, cool. Yeah, <laughs> remember. Remember we used to have TC Radio where the radio station would just like take requests and play all these dope songs. I loved it. What are you talking about? I tried to record about? it on my tape, on my tape player. <laughs> I love it so much. But no, so like, um, I realized that I was talking to one of our listeners. Um, he always inboxes us with like great memes and stuff that I'd be like, hey, I'm stealing this. And we have conversations. But the the media is definitely not reporting the same thing across the globe. It is really weird. Uh, I know I've said this a few times before. I, w- I have Japanese cable and I watch it. And right now there is a cruise ship in Japan that is quarantined and will be quarantined for the next 14 days. And um, it has about, we were discussing earlier, about 3,000 or yeah. so So people. there's like 2,500 passengers and like 1,000 crew members. So 3,500 people or so. Um, so this morning when I was watching the news, there was only three people infected. And then now, tonight, they're saying there's 10 um globally there's over i think 24,000 people last time i checked that are infected by this virus and i know china has just built a whole bunch of uh 
like boxes basically to call hospitals have you guys seen that scene yet i've seen it because i've started seeing memes about it already when people are like oh so we can't get shit fixed over here but they build hospitals <laughs> well, asians work like, fast so stop. what can i say <laughs> uh, you see that pothole japan had that they fixed in a day and a half come on now like, man listen cool. meanwhile the streets of fucking cleveland i'm like so we we can't get shit but here's my here's my question though about the hospitals being built and this is maybe my critical thinker situation happening they're building all these hospitals to house thousands of people in China. Um, I'm not understanding the logistics. And what I mean by that is how are they going to get enough doctors and nurses and technicians and, you know, medication to them if they put 20,000 people in one place? You know what I'm saying? Like, they just gonna be left for dead, or they just gonna you wait know, it out. You know, I watch too many of those zombie films and stuff like that. So which that's look like you happen. remember that zombie film? I can't remember which which one it was where they stacked the zombies in cages. Do you remember what? that? No, I can't remember what movie it is. I'm gonna have to. Are find you talking it. about Twenty Eight Days Later? Because I know they had them in cages. I've seen that one. There's one, I can't remember what it was. They, but that the, one had like a sequel too, but I know they had them. But from my extensive research of watching all that sci-fi shit, <laughs> uh, normally when they do that, it ain't good. It, like, it's not a good look for those people. Even when I watched Cloverfield and they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with the people that were going to attack by like the monsters, little mm-hmm. crazy babies. And they had built these little makeshift hospitals um, and they had their hazmat suits and they put people in the back and these people would be dying either like right. because of what happened to them because they weren't getting to them fast enough or they would kill them. And I think they do a lot of that stuff to contain shit and be like, hey, if we need to get rid of people. They just go and flame quickly, it up. Like we can, flame do, up. We can do it but like That's this. my question. You know I, mean? I just don't believe that logistically it's it's feasible that they would bring enough staff in to take care of thousands of people who are sick like that. But you know what I'm saying? That they could bring in troops to assist with the extermination of these people. That part. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm I saying. I mean, honestly, they don't even need troops for that. They could literally have drones that just boop. And right now? Out by, yeah. by a biovirus or anything at this point. I'd be feeling like they really be experimenting with shit. You know, they I do. feel like everybody's governments are in bed together. So it's kind of like, look. Well, yeah. So, you do that. Um, I feel like that's all like corrupt. Real so shit. I don't, I don't know if I sent you guys this info or not, but Rob told me the other day that some uh, professor at Harvard got arrested for helping w- the lab in China learn how to manipulate viruses like this. They were paying oh, him fifty k a month. Is it, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the the craziest part is this virus is so manipulated. If this is really true. Mm-hmm. What they're saying and reporting is really true because this virus, unlike any other strain of flus, you can get it by contact person to person without the person having symptoms. Regular flu symptoms, I mean, regular flus, you have to have the symptoms to pass it to somebody. Mm-hmm. This one, you don't. It can be incubated and it'll pass on to the next person. Also, most flu strains, once they get to your digestive system, the acid there kills it. This one doesn't. You can pass it fecally also. God, DJ, oh, you're like man. a goddamn robot. My cousin calls you a Snapple cap. <laughs> what do you mean? A sn- my co- your cousin uh, calls yes. you She is cap. now a Snapple cat. I have so yes. many nicknames. Snapple, Snapple cap. cap. 
Yeah. And he said, also, did you know the mucus in your stomach won't fight the coronavirus? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, by the way, apparently I do say, did you know a lot? Because my four-year-old I, says it to me. Ooh, I just yeah. caught that the other week. She and said, it's, not, it's not a matter of you saying, did you know? That's not the problem. The problem is, bitch, nobody knew. So you'll, you'll say it. So you guys didn't know, or or my favorite is so you know. She'll do that. She'll do that. That's her version of Pammy. So you know. Like, girl, no, I didn't. I didn't stay up reading this shit. I'm so I don't sorry. know. I just get curious, and then I dive into it, and then I'm like thirty articles later, like I have it memorized. I can't. That's why when she be uh, snapping on folks on the internet, she be writing them pages. <laughs> If she be Don't come for us, CJ gonna clap back. <laughs> Don't come. I'm gonna clap back. I'm gonna clap back. Well, in conclusion, I mean, I'll wash your hands and you need to be safe. And yeah. Oh, also, I'll say this only because I'm at 3% and I gotta get up in the morning. Yeah, we gotta go. Um, I, read a really, I posted it and I read a really cool article. Not cool. It's kind of sad, but um, a girl basically giving her kind of diary on what she's doing over there. She mm-hmm. posted it and it just had more empathy outside of the memes because yes, everything could be funny and shit, but I'm just like, I could not imagine having my city that quiet like she said it was there yeah. and everything being sold out and she's like I only have this and some beans and some rice, but there's not any more rice and I'm just like, fuck. So I'd like, be scared. The, uh, the store, I was just watching that, the grocery stores have like these things up now and there's people who are in gear who are like some stores, they're letting people in, but only two people at a time and they can only shop for 10 minutes. Like they're giving them, you know, so they, they get to go in or if they don't have something like that in place, it's chaos because like hundreds of people were running to these stores that are open and also there's fights breaking out in China right now to when people aren't wearing masks so if you're not wearing a mask people you're not supposed to use transport either so people are mad because you can't buy masks because they're sold out so they can't get on transport to go to work so now they'd have no money to go buy food like it's it's a vicious cycle of it's it's, this guy got on twitter uh their version of twitter it's called weibo this guy got on weibo and was like videoing himself in the middle of this market which should have been filled with people because the lunar new year is still continuing right and he was like this is not a movie like this is not a set like it's really this empty like you were saying like it's just empty like i i cannot imagine people being boarded up by their own families into their own rooms yeah. and houses like, and then the girl that so wrote crazy. that article she um she lives alone mm-hmm. so she's like the only time i really hear noise is because like maybe i'll hear some steps or something from the neighbors and i'm just like that isolation uh isolation in that way it's one thing when you do it to yourself and you're right, like i just right, want right. to go on island away from people it's another Not by thing choice your society and governments like we're shutting this down it's it's like what you see in movies and that never looks like a comfortable situation yeah, it's always full of fear and can we and, just real quickly say how china thinks that we're overreacting by stopping flights are they crazy like they they're mad that the u.s went ahead and stopped flights to china and then once u.s did that all the other countries follow so there are course. no flights going in or out of that area of china and they're really upset and i'm just like so y'all are worried more about the money and economy than people's lives i mean obviously Absolutely. that's like gonna happen right. but i just you know Ooh, i'm a one percent yeah like let's wrap it up so on that note if you enjoy our news angle make sure you catch us every monday at 9 a.m central uh listen to us on your way to work we're a lot of fun yes oh shout out going. to uh playboy damn it i forget your instagram name you know who i'm talking about he actually said he wants to be on the show one time so yes. i'll talk to you guys about that he's yes. the one that listens to us at like three or four a.m let's when he's do going it to work. 
I'm so down. So I told him to start sending the videos he sends me to our triangle page. Yes. It's so funny. Like the and if he doesn't he mind, made, I'd love to post it. Like, ask him. That would that's be what I'm saying. Like, the references he makes, you can tell he watches our show because he's like, he did impressions of everybody. He's like, CJ be like this, D be like that. I'm like, this. <laughs> he, he was like, even if I'm on there for a couple of seconds, I just want to tell y'all, fuck with y'all for real. Yes. And I'm like, oh my God. Yes. So, yes. Um, so, anyway, so listen to us. If you love us, subscribe to our podcast platforms. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, hit that bell for notifications. Send us money. We're That's pretty funny. good. Uh, we are, we're gonna start a TikTok this weekend, I believe. So check us out. Oh, we'll start us. dancing. Oh God. <laughs> Whoa. Let's do some dance videos. I'm serious. Let's do it. Nah. I'm down. I'm down. All right, y'all. Peace out. Be blessed. Mm. Stay uh, hygiened up. Wash your hands. Don't panic. Don't touch your eyes. Get you some water. Wash get your you hands. Some- wash your ass. All of that, all of that. All, all right, right, y'all. Have a good one. <laughs> we stupid. Bye. Bye. <laughs>